VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. KFI AM 640. You're listening to the John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Ken is away today. Uh, we're on the radio from 1 until 4. Then after 4 o'clock, you can hear the show on the iHeart app. Uh, it's called John and Ken on Demand, and you could pick up everything you missed or hear everything all over again and over again. We're now available 24 hours a day. Well, Title 42 is about to expire uh, here in America. It is the uh, per federal provision that Trump and Biden used to, to tamp down some of the illegal immigration flow. Uh, it's, uh, it's a health emergency provision, and they used uh, the COVID emergency. But uh, that is done now, and they've got to Biden's administration has to rescind it. There's nothing really to take its place. And uh, everybody in Central and South America knows it's been rescinded and it's going to be a total open border party uh, come later this week. We're going to talk now with Todd Benzman. He's in McAllen, Texas. He's uh, with the Center for Immigration Studies. He's a senior national security fellow. He's also written a book called Overrun. How Joe Biden unleashed the greatest border crisis in U.S. history. Let's get Todd Benzman on because he's got a story specifically about Venezuelans beating the system. Todd, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. Um, there are a lot of we're going to focus on Venezuelans just for the purpose of this conversation, although I think we could be talking for hours about all that's going on. Uh, explain. How many Venezuelans are coming over and how they're doing it and how they're manipulating the system? Sure. Well, the reason that I write about the Venezuelans particularly, because they are one of the largest volume nationalities that we see coming over the border. Uh, I think America is going to see a whole lot of Venezuelans crossing. They already are now. And 
the, that the American people should understand that the basis upon which all of these Venezuelans will be getting into the country for resettlement is a claim of asylum, political persecution back in Venezuela, and uh, humanitarian, a need for humanitarian protection. Uh, and those are official American benefits that we bestow on people in deep trouble in their home countries, uh, probably 300,000 Venezuelans have already crossed into the country on these asylum claims and humanitarian protection grounds. And what I point out is that the vast majority of these Venezuelans are not coming from Venezuela. They haven't lived in Venezuela for years and years. Venezuela, notorious communist kleptocracy with a ruined economy seven, eight, nine years ago. Uh, but the Venezuelans that are coming now have been living safely and prosperously, and in many cases, very happily, in 15 neighboring countries all around uh, the Caribbean and South America. And yet they're going to be claiming that they're in dire need of humanitarian protection. So the point that I'm trying to make is that there is a tremendous amount of fraud going on. And I mean felony prosecutable fraud. When you lie on government forms, when you lie to uh, badged agents who are interviewing you about what happened to you and why you think you need asylum, uh, you can be prosecuted. That is fraud. And I believe, based on my interviews over the last two years with Venezuelans all over Mexico and beyond, even in um, Guatemala and Costa Rica and Nicaragua, that these are people that are coming here to uh, economically upgrade, to just move up a notch. So they already left Venezuela and that socialist disaster, right? They've already left. Years ago. Yeah, right. Years, and, six, and, seven, eight years ago. In your article, you just mentioned some of the countries. You also mentioned Colombia, Brazil, Ecuador, Chile, and Argentina. So they have relatively peaceful lives in their new homes. They're leaving those peaceful lives to come here because they think it's a, it's a, it's a free entry and there's going to be no consequences. That, that's what they tell me. Why did I, why are you, what news at the border brought you to this decision to uproot this prosperous, happy life in your adopted country? And the answer universally is because they're letting us in. Why not? And it's a fabled American lifestyle, a fabled economy. Uh, they think they can do better. They're doing well. Now, there's certainly nobody starving, or at least not, not most of them. They very often are wearing, you know, the latest name brand clothing, and, uh, you know, they, they clearly have money. They talk about their businesses. They have bank accounts. They fly everywhere. Uh, but they're coming over because it's the United States, and, you know, we're cool. We've got a great lifestyle here. Uh, some of them have relatives. It's a chance to reunite. Uh, so they're taking advantage of that. And I, I just wanted to point out that, you know, that is fraud. You can't come under the pretense that you are coming directly from terrible Venezuela uh, when you're not. And 
uh, you're going to lie all about where you're coming from and what happened to you there. And nobody cares over on this side. We're just letting everybody in. It's 99% grant rates for humanitarian permission slips under the CBP-1 thing. They don't even ask. Can we, we're can we, I want to talk in. about that CBP-1. That That's an app. People are applying on an app and they're getting approved at a 99% rate. Does that mean they don't have to meet with any U.S. government employee? They can just do it online on their smartphone? Yes. Uh, so this is a scheme that the administration came up with in January so that people wouldn't be crossing illegally and clogging everything up and, and making, you know, for, for television, Fox News images, you know, drone, drone camera images that look bad. Uh, so they just said, listen, just stay in Mexico and apply for this humanitarian permit. And, and then when, when we grant it to you, we'll walk you in. And you'll get a two-year work authorization, and, and it'll all be great. Just stay over there. And they did that for a while. Uh, and it turns out in the reporting that there's there's really no vetting whatsoever of their stories of humanitarian need, protection need. And so, uh, so now they're uh, here. We're approving ninety-nine percent of them. Now they're automatically here legally if if they, they fill out the form on the app. Yes. That, that, yes, we're pre-legalizing them, and uh, they're expanding this. They're expanding this program uh, all over South America, Colombia, Panama, uh, where you can apply for it there, and then we'll we'll fly you into the United States into now, an airport. Is That's this a brand new one? Okay, what is TPS? Is this part of the same program you've just been describing? Temporary protected status? Because you write that three hundred Venezuelans already entered over the border, were living in America illegally, and then Biden gave them TPS status. Is this something separate? Yes, that's something separate. Those are uh, for the Venezuelans that crossed early on in this crisis. We're now in the third year of this crisis. And in the first and second year, the Venezuelans discovered that we were letting everybody in. So they just came in droves, hundreds of thousands, and entered and were subject to deportation, although nobody was deporting them. They could have just stayed. So they gave them temporary protected status, which is basically saying, you know, we, you can have work authorization and residence on a renewing uh, every couple of year basis, and we can't deport you if you're already here. And they granted that to, you know, hundreds of thousands of illegal border crossers from the first part of the crisis. All right, so there's uh, one group. That, as you said, they pre-legalized. They're coming here illegally, but they get on the app and they get approval to make their way into the country. And then there's another group that were like post-legalized. They already came over the border illegally. They're already here, but you get this temporary protected status. So that's two large groups of new immigrants that have been given the clearance. Right. And so is it any wonder why so many are coming? Uh, and turning themselves in because we're just letting them in. So it's like, why not? Why wouldn't we do this? You know, it's it's worth the, the trip and the trouble. We're going to have American lives forever. T Todd, do you uh, have a few more? Wait, hang on. Can you stay on for another segment? 
Yeah, absolutely. Because I want to I want to talk about everything else that's happening at the border since Thursday is the deadline day for for Title Forty Two, and uh, this is fascinating though. Uh, Todd Benzman is uh, with us. He's Center for Immigration Studies. He's a senior national security fellow, and he also has a book, Overrun: How Joe Biden Unleashed the Greatest Border Crisis in U.S. History. So we'll talk with more with Todd about uh, what's going to happen come Thursday. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. We're uh, going to continue here with Todd Benzman. Uh, He is a senior national security fellow uh, with the Center for Immigration Studies. He's written a book called Overrun, How Joe Biden Unleashed the Greatest Border Crisis in U.S. History. He wrote a piece in the New York Post which chronicled how... uh, Hundreds of thousands of Venezuelans may be scamming the system and in getting into this country. Uh, and it's, it's a worth a read uh, at uh, NewYorkPost.com. Uh, the headline is, I met Venezuelans scamming the asylum system. So just put that into uh, Google or the New York Post search and you will find it. Uh, now I want to talk to him about everything else because come uh, Thursday, May 11th, they're going to uh, be suspending uh, permanently the Title 42 provision that uh, camped down the illegal alien flow to some extent, uh, declaring a medical emergency. Trump and Biden both used this. Uh, and it's been off and on and off and on, uh, winding its way through various judges. But right now it's going to be off. So, uh, Todd, I know you're in McAllen, Texas right now. You're not far from the border. What What is happening at the border now, and what is going to happen after May 11th? Okay, so Title 42 is the pandemic-era pushback, a rapid expulsion policy that was put in place to keep the detention centers clear of immigrants who might all infect each other. So everybody gets pushed back to Mexico Nobody gets to apply for asylum. That's going away on Thursday at midnight. In its place will be, and you can get used to this terminology because you'll probably be reading about it or hearing about it all the time, is Title VIII expedited removal. And the administration is saying that everybody who illegally crosses the border and doesn't instead apply for CBP-1 those humanitarian uh, permits in Mexico will be subject to expedited removal. They'll be sent back to their home countries in a deportation proceeding. And they talk really tough about this. But when you read the fine print of this, you will find that it is punched through with loopholes galore. Uh, For example, Family groups, any family group that comes in with kids uh, is not going to be detained and will not be removed. They will claim asylum. Everybody will claim asylum. That gets you out of expedited removal right away. Uh, They say they're going to very quickly adjudicate those in the negative, but then you can appeal to an immigration judge. And beyond that, you can appeal to the U.S. courts delaying and dragging out your time, well, they got to put you somewhere and they're already out of detention space right now. There is no more detention space now, which means that everybody gets released into the country on a personal recognizance paper. Please report in later 
on the honor system in whatever city you end up in. That is what the whole world is looking for. When that starts to happen on Friday, uh, Saturday, Sunday, that will trigger a landslide of humanity over that border, which will further swamp the system. And uh, this is worst case scenario. I get that. But even the administration is admitting that they could have, they're expecting to have as many as uh, 13,000 immigrants a day come over that border all along the border. Uh, I'm here in South Texas. I'm about to go over into onto the Mexican side and interview the immigrants to see what their plans are. I'll be over there for most of this week, but I was just there and uh, a week, the week before last, and they were already preparing. A lot of them weren't even waiting. They were just crossing right now. The Venezuelans were crossing by the thousands uh, in Juarez, from Juarez and from here and getting in. They were getting right in on these personal recognizance things. They were not being 42 back. They were getting in. And that is why the thousands came in and filled up the detention centers already. This administration can't say no. They just can't say no. It's they won't. And so that's and they won't. And this is the plan. Why, I, I I think people need to understand this is the plan. This is what they want to happen. It's not that just they're just overwhelmed by their incompetence, but this is what they wish. They want all these immigrants to come in. I do think that it is uh, intentional. Uh, they, they are not stupid. They understand that when you let people in, those people that got let in send selfies home, back down the trail. And those people who received the selfies of them in New York and Chicago and big smiley faces with a thumbs up, uh, that the rest of them come in to get the same treatment. And then they they send selfies home, and there's a snowball effect, and that is what causes mass migration. It's not much more complicated than that. When you reward the behavior, they will come, and that's what this administration does. The plan that they that they're talking about really tough. They're like Trumpian tough. We're gonna everybody everybody's gonna be subject to expedited removal, is what they say. Not everybody will be expeditiously removed. They'll be subject to it. Uh, you know, that kind of tricky verbiage is, uh, you know, the, the immigrants that hear that kind of verbiage down the trail are like, oh, subject to. That's, All right. That's different. One more you know. thing, because I, I, I got to get off in just a minute. But we got a case where, there, you know, Greg Abbott is sending so many migrants out to New York and Chicago, right? New York is now threatening to send the migrants to the Rockland County suburbs, north of New York City. Uh, you, you, you've got Democratic mayors on the border who are upset. You've got Democratic mayors in the big cities that are upset. Even Jared Polis, the Democratic governor in Colorado, is sending the migrants out of his state. Uh, and, and, and everybody's being shoved around from, from, from city to city and town to town. And everybody's saying we can't handle this. We don't want to handle this. Where is this how's this going to end here? So, first of all, I want to just, uh, you know, correct something that no, the, the Abbott administration here in Texas did bust some and Florida did, too, flew some. But but it didn't they're not going uh, they're going on their own volition now. They, they're, they're, the busing thing is not a thing anymore. Uh, 
the reason why so many are going to those cities is because those cities gave these immigrants everything on a silver platter. They put them up in five-star hotels, three square a day, uh, housing, uh, you know, clothing, food, medical treatment, everything. And that goes back down the trail in selfies. And so, and that's where I am. I'm, I'm hanging out with the immigrants and they're like, you know, I'm, where are you going? I'm going to New York. Why? Because they're giving us everything there. Okay. I got to, I got to run. I really appreciate you coming on Todd. We'll talk again. Thanks a lot. All right. Thank you. Todd Ben's been reporting near the border in McAllen. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal. Unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 infinity QX 80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. Hey guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck... You buy Toyota Dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Texas. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. We're on the air from 1 until 4 o'clock on the radio. And then after 4 o'clock, it's, uh, it transforms into a podcast. John and Ken On Demand. You could hear the whole show 
in a podcast posted after 4 o'clock. And uh, anything you missed, you can pick up on. If you're just tuning in, you really should go and find the last half hour we did talking to Todd Benzman from the Center for Immigration Studies on what's going on at the border, the various ways that people specifically from Venezuela are scamming the system by the thousands, and then what's going to happen after uh, this Thursday, May 11th, because at midnight, uh, Title 42 expires, and there could be an onslaught like we've never seen before. So it's going to be a wild week at the border, and listen to, listen to Todd. He's uh, has written a book. On, on the Biden policies, and uh, it's it's quite stunning. All right. Meantime, uh, back in this socialist nanny state hell that California is, we mentioned the LA Times a lot. They're off at a pinata because their editorial board is made up of the most precious, silliest, progressive, woke fools that you could imagine. And I mean fools. Uh, and I normally don't really care what they say. Sometimes we find stuff that makes for good entertainment. It's, the only thing here is they're pushing something which I'm afraid is going to catch fire in the legislature. Because the worst, wokest legislative ideas, sometimes the momentum starts with editorials in newspapers because... The only group that reads them and takes them seriously are legislators and their staff. Normal people don't care. But I saw this today, and so I got to put out a warning flag. I have to do my duty and tell you. The editorial headline is New York banned gas from new buildings. Natural gas. Why not California? Why, why not ban natural gas from California buildings you talk about something entirely not necessary but listen to this this is this is nauseating i almost upchucked my breakfast new york made climate history last week becoming the first state in the nation to pass a law banning natural gas in most new buildings get this one but here in los angeles we admit feeling a tinge of jealousy that California wasn't the first. Why not? Now, I don't think there's a single person out there who, even if they were aware that New York had banned natural gas in new buildings, even if you heard it, and odds are you didn't, well, you know now, right? Is anybody feeling a tinge of jealousy? No. I bet you you aren't. I bet you nobody is. It's only in the silly, weird, woke, hysterical world of these uh, climate fanatics on the Times editorial board. A tinge of jealousy. And California is heavily reliant on stoves, furnaces, water heaters, and other appliances that run on polluting and planet-warming natural gas. Three-quarters of homes use gas for heating, cooking, and water heating. Because we have, a, we have an expansive natural gas infrastructure. Now, since it works so well and it is relatively cheap, why disturb this? It is not polluting the climate to any great extent. That is simply a hysterical lie. It just isn't. 
In fact, a few years ago, the climate fanatics were pushing natural gas as the greatest alternative to burning coal and oil. They were the ones pushing natural gas. Natural gas ended up getting adop adopted widely, and now they're saying, well, no, it's just not enough. How about it's none of your business? You know, it's it's like uh, the, the Louisiana Senator John Kennedy. He was uh, going after uh, the energy undersecretary. We played that clip last week, and he's saying, he goes, how much... All the, you want to spend $50 trillion on all these climate initiatives. $50 trillion. How much is that going to lower the temperature? And this bureaucrat couldn't tell Kennedy. He didn't know. Or the answer is so low that everybody would laugh. And that's the truth. If there's an effect, it's so low, nobody's going to notice. Because this is about that nanny state I told you about. It's about controlling your life, living the way they say. There is no chance that gas-powered stoves and heating units and water heaters is going to have any possible effect on the climate. That is complete, utter nonsense. Total nonsense. Fortunately, and this is the part that got me nervous... The L.A. Times winners said, well, there must be some legislative proposal on the table here in California to ban these these gas, uh, these gas appliances. Wrong. Spokespeople for the Senate leader and the assembly speaker said there are no bills to impose a statewide ban on natural gas hookups in new construction. And Governor Newsom's office wouldn't say whether California should follow New York with its own law. Now, local cities and counties, including L.A. and San Francisco, have tried to adopt measures banning gas hookups. But now some of those might have been thrown out because the Court of Appeals recently sided with the California Restaurant Association to throw out Berkeley's gas ban. So that may apply to all the other cities and counties that are trying this nonsense. There is no reason for this. There is no effect. California is going to have on the climate. None. Zero. Nada. Zilch. Nothing. No effect. And, and gas, they're the ones promoted gas just a few years ago as being cheaper and less of a pollutant and it's plentiful and we have, an, we have a lot of natural gas infrastructure. They were the ones saying that. More coming up, John and Ken. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Ken is away. He'll be back tomorrow. Conway's coming up in minutes. Uh, we're on the radio from 1 until 4. After 4 o'clock, you listen to the podcast, John and Ken On Demand, and uh, you can pick up on anything you missed. Uh, boy, this is, this is a sign of where we're living, how we're living these days. Guy in Studio City lives in a townhouse. His name is Brian... Michael Stoller. Stoller gets up Wednesday morning, walks outside. He's actually uh, taking his dog on a walk. 
and his his lawn was gone. His lawn was stolen. Somebody stole 30 feet of artificial turf. Artificial turf. And he doesn't know how they did it. He said if the average person came by and tried to pull it up, you couldn't pull it up. You'd need some tools, and you'd really need to get under there and have people pull it. But he went outside his front door, and he found a strip of bare earth. Another section of the lawn was lifted up. But at some point, the thieves gave up and just left the turf all bundled up. It was about $2,000 worth of the stuff. Now, what do they do with that? Is there a market for used artificial turf? The turf was stuck to the ground with thousands of nails and hooks. And if you roll one of the strips up into a bundle, it weighs about 60 pounds. He goes, it must have been a professional job. And they must have had a van because I don't know how else they could have done it, said Stoller. A professional job. Professional lawn stealers. And actually uh, posted online, lawn stolen last night. If you have an artificial turf lawn, be on the lookout. My lawn was stolen last night. Uh, they, uh, he called police, but you know, that doesn't do any good security camera didn't catch the thieves. Uh, but the, uh, surveillance video did show his lawn being lifted off the ground. All right. Tim Conway here. Hey, do you remember back in the sixties, seventies? Well, maybe seventies and eighties for you that people used to try to steal your weed. Now they're stealing your lawn. That's crazy. <laughs> That's nutty. Right. <laughs> All right, very good. WGA strike I continues. I never smoked any weed. I, mean, I know, I know, stole I know, I know. I, I that you know what that used to be a brag, John. It's not anymore. I'm not bragging. It's just, it's just not. It's just like you haven't opened up yourself to new experiences. That's what uh, I. You know what? I I was at tennis court today, and one of the <laughs> one of these guys on the end was stinking up. You go to the park for fresh air, right? You oh, to play yeah. Tennis, work out, and. And you got to breathe in somebody's marijuana stink. And then I'm standing in line for a cheeseburger. Oh, no. And they're, they're smoking the stuff in front of the restaurant. Yeah. Then they go stand in line next to me, reeking of this. Okay. All right. All right. People I are, hate the stink of it. People are going for it. Are you still playing tennis? Yes. Uh, all my buddies who continue with sports after age 50, they've all had Achilles and shoulders and elbows go out on them. I spent 20 years where I didn't move. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you're catching up. Age 20 to 40. No, really. I didn't come off the couch. I have very low That's mileage. That's great. Yeah. You know, I, I, a buddy of mine, a guy named Jeff, was playing basketball. He was probably 52 at the time, and he ripped his Achilles, and he was on the ground screaming like a child, ah! you know, grabbing his ankle, screaming. And then my other buddy, Frankie Renzulli, smoking his cigarette, comes up and goes, death ain't going to come easy to this one. <laughs> What a great line. Uh, tonight, we have um, the Dodgers are in the news. You know, the Padres are uh, are, are trying to uh, humiliate the Dodgers. And uh, I, I looked this up. There's a number of how many championships the city of L.A. has and a number of how championships the uh, the San Diego has. Vastly different. Yeah, San Diego would be zero. Zero. Yeah. Yes. In the history of that city. Not, zero. Not one championship. You know, it's like playing that walk-on song for uh, Diaz last year with the pot with the Mets. Oh, Unless yeah. you win the World Series, that doesn't wear well. <laughs> that doesn't age well. <laughs> that trumpet. Timmy Time or whatever that trumpet is. 
Um, and then, that's right, Timmy Trumpet. That's right, Timmy Trumpet. Yeah, the act. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And uh, now when you hear, it's like, oh, okay, I remember. That's the Mets uh, year they went in the uh, toilet. Uh, and then we also have the um, um, uh, postal workers are being robbed at gunpoint. And so we'll uh, chit chat about that. And David Vasse is coming on to talk about the Dodgers. Jason Nathanson about the strike. So we we'll get everything covered. Uh, Conway's next. Ding dong. And Where's your partner? Where is he? Is he on vacation? Uh, he's, I don't know where he went. Did you notice he wasn't here? <laughs> I was told in advance, okay. but I might not have noticed otherwise. Uh, Rozier's got the Ding news. On. Oh. Live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to The John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. This is where projects come to life. Our showrooms are designed to inspire with the latest products from top brands, curated in an inviting, hands-on environment, and a team of industry experts to support your project. We'll be there to make sure everything goes as planned, from product selection to delivery coordination. At Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery, your project is our priority. Find great brands like Thermador at your local showroom or visit us online at ferguson.com build.